right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Machingo Radio Podcast. I am your host, Juan Mendoza. I'm behalf of my baby, Lila Cervantes, Lila Lisa Promotions, all of our DJs and affiliates. want to welcome you to another awesome show here. want to thank our sponsor, Marasul Tequila, out of San Antonio, Texas, the new face of tequila. Make sure you guys pick up a bottle at your local liquor store. Lots of variety of flavors for you guys to enjoy, especially on the weekend. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week, a great weekend. And we have an awesome show for you guys here. We got an awesome gentleman on the line. He is known as the Tex Mex Cowboy. He is also uh, affiliated with Lila Lisa Promotions. He is a Lila Lisa Promotions artist. So, ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome to the show Mr. George Mercado, Tex Mex Cowboy. George, how's it going? Good, brother. Thank you for having me. And, uh, Thank you for the great introduction as well, too. <laughs> I try to perfect that as best as I can. No, man, that was perfect. Uh, I was in, I had to look back to see if you, if you were talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything been going over there? No. Good, good. It's a pleasure to be on. I appreciate all the support and uh, from you and your wife. You guys have been amazing since... Um, you know, the last couple of weeks, so we're starting to work together, and I'm looking forward to more um, you know, endeavors together and you know, doing some more stuff. But I've been staying pretty busy with, um, you know, bookings and um, performing. Uh, earlier today, I did a uh, duel with uh, my friend who plays fiddle. So I, not only do I do my full band, I also do some um, small events like that. So I stay busy. You yeah. know, and then when I'm not performing, I'm hustling. So... It never stops. <laughs> That's a good way. That's a good thing, you know, keep you working, keep you busy for a while. Yes, sir. Yeah. I see you do a big variety of things. I mean, you do a lot of, uh, of course, Tex-Mex. You do a lot of Tejano. You do a lot of country music and a little bit of uh, everything yeah. else in between and stuff. Is it is it easy to, mm-hmm. to keep up with the big uh, variety of genres in your shows? You know, um, originally... When I first started a few years ago, it, I was just doing like just strictly the country music because I play guitar, and playing guitar, uh, it's it's easy when it comes to just using the, the guitar as a, as a rhythm, just like to complement in your voice. In yeah. my case, so I you know I'm not a lead guitarist, you know I can't do all the wild licks and all that stuff. But I do all know my major chords and all the some of my some good minor chords to where I'm able to perform um, by myself. So I uh, found out that um, playing country music, it was easier because a lot of those chords I already knew. So I just kind of picked up uh, the country songs, you know, a lot of the standard favorites and uh, things that I knew people would sing along and follow along with. And that made it easy for me to make the transition into going into country music. But prior to that, I was doing, I was actually playing with the church. So I played a lot of, uh, in the Catholic mass, I did, and other services and stuff. I did a lot of praise and worship. And um, a lot of the same chords are are similar to what's in the country music. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of where I started with that. And then as I started building the band around me, um, I think, you know, I picked out you know, musicians that I knew had the versatility and the knowledge of, you know, the different genres and, you know, and uh, how the songs are supposed to sound and, 
we kind of just worked towards doing that. Like I said, we first started doing the country music, but then as we were doing more country music, you know, I mean, just like in my song, The Texas Cowboy, it's really a song about myself. You know, the first glance when people see me on stage, you know, here's a, you know, this lead uh, um, musician artist, you know, the lead of the band, Mexicano, with, you know, looks the way I look. And then he's surrounded with other Mexicanos around and playing music. And then we play country. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, that's, that doesn't match. Yeah. So we got asked a lot about, hey, you know, into Hollywood music. And, and, and if not all of us, we all came back, trained from a Tejano, you know, uh, background where we did play Tejano music at one time. And I did as well, too. Yeah. Um, and um, so it was kind of like, well, we throw one or two here. And then we just kept building more and more. And then we started adding more cumbias. And we started noticing uh, how much more um, pleasure and, and, and excitement it was bringing to the people that were coming to our shows. And, and, always a compliment. You guys are great. You play a variety of music. I love how you go from this genre to that genre, then back to this genre, then this. That's awesome, you know. And I, you know, I feel like, you know, that's one of the things we specialize in because there's not a lot of bands out there that can do that. I mean, you got your bands that do strictly conjunto, strictly tejano, strictly, you know, country or whatever, where we try to do a mixture of all of that. And and one of the things that um, that I and as our band members as well too, we strive to be perfect in our sound. Yeah. Where if we do a Tejano song, we want to send Tejano and I want to sound and I want to sing it, enunciate it, everything and speak it. You know, I, you know, and then I'll go back to that in a little bit. And then country, we want to sound like a country band, you know, really strong, you know, with all the country licks and all that. Stuff. And then when we go to the cumbias, we add all the, the percussions and, do purple rain because we do play that you know yeah uh, we, you know, we we make it sound like authentic like it's supposed to sound but what i've also captured from other people is that they appreciate us not just doing the genre but in my vocals i make the song mine so they you know they don't hear me try to pretend to sound like george Strait or like prince or like try to sound like you know jay perez or ramon ayala yeah you know i sound like george mercado yeah. You know, and our band, you know, represents that as well too. So I always give credit to my fans because I couldn't do what I do without yeah. him. Yeah. So best around, shout out to him. As far, as far as the country side of everything, <laughs> uh, who did who do you look up to as far as country music goes? Um, I hate to be so generic. It's always the same people. Like I like George Strait, and I like, um, um. You know, to Godsburg, and I like uh, there's these new guys. They've got great, amazing voices. But when it comes to country music, I want I love that old, real country down to earth. You know, yeah, kind of voice that makes you, that when you hear it, just makes you like feel like man, you're you're crying as you're singing that song <laughs> because it's really the real, deep from the, the, real the real country that, stuff. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and I write a lot of my own music. Yeah. And and a lot of us, that's when I do country music, a lot of it comes from experiences and, and you feel a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of passion in it. So I'm really proud of that. I'm able to do that. God bless me with that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm, that's, but the honest truth, you know, I think one of my all-time favorite musicians, believe it or not, growing up, even now, is, has always been Lionel Richie. 
you know, Mr. Commodore, Mr. Lionel Richie, that is is R and B slash kind of feels you can hear the country in it. Yeah. It just his that just that voice. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. That was one of my also big inspirations. Nice. Now, as far as the going Tejano side of it, who do you look up to in the, in the Tejano side of it? Well, growing up, I, I used to hear a lot of my my, my dad played all the old stuff, Ramon Ayala. Uh, I don't even remember some of the names, but some of the real old school stuff that you still hear them play now, and uh, more of the corridos and rancheras. You know, um, I heard my dad play that, and, it, and at first it was like, Dad, you don't. Why are you listening to that? You know, I want to hear my hip hop. You know, back in the day, you know, <laughs> that hip hop and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, but as I grew and became a, a parent of my own and became my own man, I started understanding that the music of, of that, you know, and the stories that it would tell, and and, uh, and how people, our people, the Mexicanos or whoever it may be, that just enjoy that music, just really took it in. And it made you feel, and I started to understand it, and it, it started to touch me the same way. So uh, we we'll do a lot of the Ramonacala, you know, we do some intocable, we do, and then I try to do some a lot of cumbias and some Colombiana stuff that come, that's out there out now, and yeah, you know, and I, I really like I like a lot of Jay Pettis and a lot of Gary Hobbs and Ram because their voices are very distinctive because they're more of I want to call them like pretty voices, you know, they're. They got beautiful voices. Yeah. You know, if you, you can't compare like I don't wanna, or, or Michael Salgado, his, you know, uh, his really scratchy voice to Jimmy Pettis because they're totally different, but yet they're good at what they do. So it was more of, of the Jay Pettis, like you said, Jay Pettis and, and Gary Hobbs and Amadera and all the, the, the legends, you know, that are always been out there doing it. Some of Marcos Orozco, yeah. you know, those voices that are really pretty. And I feel like I have a voice like that when I could in doing the, the, the cumbias and stuff, not because of the Tejano. And um, I really enjoy that. So, and it's, it's crazy because as I'm as I'm singing more and more and more, you know how they say when you practice something enough, you can really really get good at it. Yeah. And I definitely have noticed something different in my voice how it's gotten really strong with you know going from. The, my range is from, you know, going down to, to you know, to being really low to really high to the tenor voices, you know, to you know, just that difference of octaves I can hit. Yeah. And I'm using that also in in my in my Tejano music. So, like, if I'm singing something, eh, like, for example, one song that we play is uh, the Solo Que Tengo from Jay Perez. It's one of his older songs. But I use a lot of my, my vocal strength from my countryside to sing that a little bit because I could hit some of those lower notes and really kind of just own that song. Yeah. And, and that's what I, I'm, I've, uh, I've noticed that, wow, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to see my heart at them, but it's like, wow, that, that's pretty good. You know, <laughs> not a lot of people that can do that, you yeah. know, uh, and, you know, and in my past, um, yeah, I don't know if you knew this, that, um, I was at one time signed with uh, with Hip with Michelle uh, um, Shell with Hacienda International Production. I was with them for a yeah. while, okay. um, right before COVID. Yeah, and um, so she she recognized my voice as being that's where I got the word like a pretty voice. You know, she's the one who kind of said that. <laughs> so I was like, well, I never thought of it that way, but you're right. 
so did, are you still signed with uh, Hacienda or are you now independent? No, I, I, I'm right now I'm independent. After I left them, I, I signed with another uh, company out of Austin, uh, another label, uh, Goldman Records. And uh, I got, uh, I did a year with them and, and just kind of left that. Um, I think right now I just want to be independent because I really want to own all my stuff. You know, going into the labels, they're wonderful in what they do and help you out, get you a studio. But mm. at the same time, it's like, you know, you go in with your kids and then you got to leave them there. <laughs> they belong <laughs> to somebody else. Yeah. So they belong to somebody else now. You know, it's like, and that's, for me, that's a little hard when I, um, um, I love my music that I write and, and I want to hang on to it but yeah, yeah. in order to get my stuff out there and get it done and produced you know professionally at not my my cost mm-hmm. I had to you know I had to think about that and, and that's the route that I went but yeah. now I'm just like I, I, I don't want to I don't I've learned I learned from the music there. yeah um, so I think right now Total, you have like four singles out that, that we have right now, I think, at this point. Um, I know there's one called yeah. Amor, de, Amor de, de Seattle, uh, which is a yes. pretty good song. It's Spanish, of course, all fully, fully Spanish. Uh, and then you have the three country ones, uh, Tex-Mex, Cowboy, What We Had, What I Do It Again. Mm-hmm. All these are originals? Yeah, I wrote, I wrote all those. And then there's also Honey Pardon Me, which is another one. So like five. Oh, yeah, yeah. In other words, the Honey Pardon Me and the Motor de Seattle, I recorded out of Hacienda. Um, and, um, yeah, I wrote, I write all my songs because I play guitar, so I kind of come up with the chord rotation and the melodies, and then I hand it over to my guys, and I sit there, I, I come record it on my phone and said, and I'll send them the track, the, the audio, and uh, I just tell them, hey, you know, this is what I, my idea see what you can do, come up with them, we'll come back together, put it together. And um, you know, for a lot of times, they'll do that. Um, we did that with uh, Would I Do It Again and uh, Texas Mr. Cowboy and uh, I forgot. What was the other one you said? <laughs> Would <laughs> I Do It Again? Would I Do It Again? Uh, what We Had? Yeah. What We Had, yes. What We Had, that was, yeah. Those, the, the like the one, like Honey, Pardon Me, that was, again, my idea, the chord rotation, and then uh, the studio, uh, Bird, the producer out of Hacienda, uh, he did all the he did all the instrumentation on it. And the cool thing about um, a lot of my songs is that not only do I write them, but they write me. Like, for example, I'm going to use Texas Cowboy because I always say that's like my autobiography. It's about my journey and my story and my experiences and what I want out of music. And I never. And the thing about there's a line in there in Spanish is that I never forget who I am. You know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Latin musician of today. Because if you look at the the, the the musicians of today, the Latinos, man, we're crossing over all over the place. You know. Yeah. And, um, and that's what makes us uh, so awesome because we can do that because of our two different languages and our and our and our passion of the different kinds of flavor that we do in those musics. Um, so that's kind of the way I see myself. But um, in recording uh, what I do, um, Texas Cowboys, that was done out of the, uh, the Goldman Records. Um, what's his name? Um, the guy that actually did the recording of the piece was who's playing on the drums on the recording is is uh, Ringo Garza. He's uh, if you know if you know who he is, uh, he's the drummer from the Lonely Boys. Mm-hmm. 
so Ringo does he played the drums on that, and on the accordion that's uh, uh, Josh Baca from the Texmaniac. Yeah. So he's doing the accordion on that song, and then on the bass is Omar Vallejo from the group Vallejo. Um, Omar's the producer also. Um, very damn good producer. Very good producer. Yeah. And out of Austin. And then the guy that played the fiddle, the fiddle, the violin on the fiddle, is, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I always forget it. Aiden, Aiden something. It's like, uh, I think he's like Italian or something like that. He's got a, <laughs> a different accent. It's not Latino, but, yeah. but professionals all the way around, uh, studio musicians, obviously. And the cool thing about on that same Texas Cowboys, there's a lead guitar part in the middle, which is actually played by Ringo's son at 15 years old, plays the lead, plays the lead guitar in that song. So the kid is really good, who has been working with his uncle, Henry. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm talking about Henry, who's uh, the, the lead guitar player, singer from the Lonely Boys. Yeah. And Henry actually gave him that lead, showed him how to play that lead. So in a sense, Henry kind of came up that lead to the to the Texas Cowboys song. Nice. So it's uh, some good work done in that song. I really like that song. So I wish you know, you know, people hear the music and they like it. If they don't like the beat, if they don't like this, whatever, they kind of turn it off. Or they're just gonna be, oh, it's a good song. But if you listen to the words of my songs that I write, I, I tell you stories. Yeah. I, I write for good. Yeah. Stuff that I want you to, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry, I talk a lot. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> that's the point. Of, that's the point of the interview. Um, but no, I mean, how does I mean, how does it feel to be in that same category like these guys, like those Lonely Boys, you know, who are Chicano, Tex Mex type, you know, uh, you got the Tex Maniacs, yeah, of course, really? self-explanatory. Tex Mex, yeah. uh, Jorge Moreno, you got uh, Rick Trevino, the yeah. te- the Texas well, Tornadoes. Yeah, you know, and that's a very unique and. And very small group that that um, I believe they're they're amazing in what they can do, and, but at the same time it's um, it, it for me it's it can be a little challenging because it's like sometimes I wonder where can I fit you know um, because a lot of times you know when we go places they they either want to hear a lot of straight up the or um, you know we don't know we'll have to play the country or we do the Tex Mex. And they love the text break stuff, yeah, which I'm glad. And uh, that's kind of the area where I want to be. You know, I want to, I want to be recognized to do those things. What I can do, mm-hmm. to, to be, be seen as that as a text max kind of artist, but also be have the capabilities and the talent to. So I'm going to play something in country. It's going to be straight up country. You can hear that yeah. that honky tonk feel to it. Yeah. Or if you're going to go to play something from uh, uh, Ramon Ayala or Tocable, you can hear that. The, the um, the conjunto the, the and I want to be able to do that and have that same feel. Mm-hmm. So and that's very difficult to do for a lot of bands and if you and for an art a musician an artist a vocalist as well too. Yeah, you know. So um, yeah. you, you know, I, do I you get the certain crowd credit to my band. You get the certain crowds that just want one or the other, not both. Yeah, I, well, sometimes at first, but you know, now people are starting to know what kind of music I do and. So now I get a lot of every is everything, and um, when they don't know me, it's usually they already have. And this is a trope that, that I guess a demon that I have to deal with. You know, uh, the first time they look at me, that they're already judging me. 
Yeah. And, oh, well, he's going to play Tejano. Or he's going to play, you know, that Mexican music. And then we start off with country songs, and we do them very well, very well. Mm. Um, it, like, kind of throws a, throws a curveball to them. Yeah. And they kind of smile. They like it. <laughs> and um, and then we go and play our uh, cumbias and, and our Tejano stuff. And it's like, actually, you know, they're loving it. You know? And what makes me feel good is when I, especially when I see a lot of the um, – the, in the audience, a lot of Anglo's that that are there, and they're smiling and they're enjoying it. And then when we play the Tejano and the cumbia stuff, they love it too. You know, we're we're blessed to be in a state like Texas yeah. where we can do that, and yeah. people are very open to it. And uh, it's it's awesome. I, I it I, I definitely do enjoy it. Yeah, and it definitely does uh, bring a lot of challenges with it as well. Too. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm enjoying the music. Um, what, what, what do you have coming up? Well, uh, I got tonight I'm playing and can I name some places? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I'm playing here in, in Buda at Willie's joint. And then, um, next weekend I'm going to be playing, um, in, uh, in Kyle at the rail house. And then, and then Friday, I mean, Saturday night. I'm playing Moon Tower in Austin. Mm-hmm. Those are uh, kind of outside music venues areas, which I enjoy playing there. But at the end of the month, um, now I believe the there's a, um, a All Star Music Awards going on. I think at the end of this month, and uh, we just got invited to perform uh, there at that at that uh, award ceremony. So um, to me, that's exciting, only because. Um, I have an opportunity to play in front of a larger uh, crowd that has not heard me before yeah. or maybe even not even heard of me. And I actually get to showcase us, my band, my music, and what we do. And I'm looking forward to that because um, uh, the only way I think to kind of start turning heads or making some noise is, is put yourself in front of them and give them something to remember. Yeah. And that's, what I plan on doing. Yeah. So I hope you guys can be there, um, you know, because we'll be in San Antonio. Yeah. Well, hof- um, hopefully we can make it to one of the events at least. Um, you know, we wanted to go out there mm-hmm. since uh, Fanfare. And, uh, but, you know, we have mm-hmm. our we have our nine to fives over here, and, you know, and then station afterwards. But uh, hopefully we can make it to one of the events. You know, that'd be nice. Uh, fi- yeah. Finally catch up yeah. with you and stuff. Um, as far as recording, yeah, as far as that. recordings go, uh, what do you have coming up? Are you going to be in the studio again? Yeah, my goal is to be in the studio by the end of before the end of this year because there's a lot of songs that I've already written and kind of done arrangements with, and my guys are listening to them already. They really like them. I just need to, um, you know, prioritize that because that takes time, you know, to get in the studio and rehearse those songs and that stuff because you want to go already in prepared to the studio. Yeah, you don't want to try and because it's money yeah, waste more money studio. yeah and yeah so um right now i've got a lot of gigs and we're playing a lot and um so i need to decide for a month just kind of back off a little bit on the, the gigging so we can um do more rehearsing to get into the studio because i do have several songs um you know from some country stuff from tejano stuff from cumbias all original stuff that I've written, <laughs> and um, and that and that's that's uh, what I do. I like to I like to write my own stuff, and 
Yeah. Um, I'm also working with another person who's helping me. Uh, uh, she's out of San Antonio with some of the uh, the translations as far as like some of my English uh, songs translated to Spanish. And I struggle a little bit of that because you know you lose the 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 the, the meaning sometimes if you if you try to do literal translation word to word yeah. it doesn't work that way you know yeah. and uh, so uh, for me it's it's a little it's new for me um, I don't always write a lot in Spanish but when I try to it takes me a little bit longer yeah and I used to use my mom a lot. <laughs> they helped me with that. Yeah, you, you but then could, she would try to rewrite, rewrite the whole song. <laughs> well, you could you could throw it in a little Spanglish. I mean, you're doing you're doing Tex-Mex, so I mean, you could throw, throw yeah. a little throw a little yeah. Spanglish up in there. Yeah, no, I do it, and that's what I plan on doing. And I, I, I'm I'm excited about what you know you know what the future can hold for me. I just need you know the to get my music out to know the, the, the get the you know the opportunities. And, yeah, you know, and and the just network and network, network. And that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Right, right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know right now we have Memorial Day coming up and the, one of my songs that you have is what I do it again. That song is a song that I'm really going to try to push within the next couple of days. I mean, next couple of weeks until Memorial Day because it's a veteran song that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a great story behind that song and how I wrote it and why I wrote it and how I was encouraged to write it. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, that might be for another time, but I know as of right now, just, um, it, you know, people could just go out there and take a listen to it, especially the veterans. Uh, I really took my time to research some of the issues, uh, that veterans, uh, experience, uh, going through. And then also always referring back to the honor and pride that it was in serving. And like the song asks, and the title of the song is, would I do it again? They, ask themselves would I do it again and uh, a lot of the times it'll be yes you know here I am I'll do it again yeah you were you're a veteran yourself no <laughs> I always tell this to people my mama didn't want to sign the permission form when I was graduating <laughs> high school so I didn't get to go because I was already signing up to go into the Navy and uh, all I needed was my mom to sign the permission form I was 17 when I graduated yeah and she wouldn't do it so my buddy and I were going together he got, you know, he signed, and so I said, "Well, all right, well, I'm gonna just, you know, wait till I turn 18." Well, summer came around, and you know, started just girls and cars and having a good time, and <laughs> there was that passion. Yeah. But I never lost inside of me the honor and the pride and service that these men, these men and women give to that, and I am that kind of person too. Yeah. Uh, if I have to stand up for my country here, or whatever, even for my family or whatever it may be, you know, you count me in. I'm, I'm there. Yeah, okay. That'd be that'd be pretty good. Like you said, after Memorial Day, you know, we're getting into those uh, festive holidays. You know, Fourth of July, which is also another one, and mm-hmm. you know, so it'll it'll mean something yeah. by then. You know, hopefully we can have it. You know, in the um, in the festivals, you know, that play. You know, the the traditional uh, patriotic songs. You know, the U.S. You know. Proud to be an American, yeah. and yeah. Uh, what was the uh, James uh-huh. James Brown living in America or something like that, you know, and all the traditional yeah. stuff. Maybe yeah, they get thrown yeah. in the mix. Yeah. Yes, exactly, and that that would be wonderful because, you know, I didn't write the song for myself. I wrote it for the veterans. That's who I wrote it for. Nice, nice. So uh, you got another gig today? Yeah, at, uh, 
this evening uh, starts at nine o'clock in Buda at Willie's Joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll play till about midnight. Um, I did earlier today a fundraiser for um, a rec center. They're trying to help their community uh, make awareness by you know offering free services and. It was like a fair, like a community fair of uh, health services and, and, and community and uh, like city services. So I, yeah. uh, myself, the fiddle player, we uh, did the music for that. And um, I'm all about helping others, you know. I ain't, I'm not going to be, you know, saying no if somebody wants my help or, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm available, uh, I'm going to give back the gift God's given me. And that's just the person that I am. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so you're working with uh, my wife, Lila Lisa, Lila Cervantes, Lila Lisa Promotions. Um, she's enjoying this, you know, yes. putting your music out there. She sent it all to all the other radio stations out there. Uh, I know she's still got some work to do. You know, we, we made a few new flyers. Uh, I think she sent them to you earlier today, yes. uh, which which look incredible. Yeah, I saw them. So um, we're going to be pushing yeah, those out there. We're going to be pushing your music out there. That way, hopefully, uh, I know you have some other interviews uh, lined up already. So um, hopefully they enjoy your music yeah. for their audience. Yes, absolutely. And that's, what I, that's just the way to do it. It's, just, uh, you know, it's, it's a hustle game. Yeah. You know? No, but it works when you have it really the... Is, and, and it's, it works when you have the backup, you know, you have the, the people working with you that, that want to help you out yeah. and stuff. So yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. And I truly appreciate, I truly appreciate that because, you know, it, it, it takes a team. It yeah. really does. I believe it takes a team. And, um, you know, being doing the hustling by myself, it's exhausting. Yeah. And uh, when I have a team behind me, people doing, pulling other ways too, and, and, and pulling that load from me, I mean, uh, it's, it's such a relief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet, you know, especially as much, especially when you're working constantly, you're out there gigging every weekend or throughout the week and stuff and uh, trying to balance that yeah. and family life and, uh, you know, trying to put your stuff oh, out there. Oh, and a full-time job. Don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. I understand that. You know, the same thing with us. We, yeah. know, we try to balance our jobs and uh, come home for a little bit, eat and spend a little bit of time together, and then we're right back to work, you know, or doing the station promotions yep. artists and stuff like that. But I mean, mm-hmm. we're doing it together right next to each other. Absolutely. So that's, that's, we're working hand that's in hand. Great with that us. You have a partner to do that. Yeah. That's wonderful to have somebody like that with you. And that's, I think those, that, that can make you very successful because when you have that uh, relationship with your, your spouse or significant other, whatever it may be, uh, that support is priceless. Um, I have my fiance, uh, we've been engaged now for going almost a year, and she's been my best friend, my my cheerleader, uh, the one that's to to tell me, don't say that no more, or don't do that anymore, or uh, what <laughs> you know. She catches the stuff that I don't do, yeah. that I don't recognize, and she helps me become a better uh, performer, yeah. uh, a better um, appearance. <laughs> yeah. Don't wear that. You're gonna wear that. <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I need that because. You know, sometimes I just don't think about those things. I'm either exhausted. I'm like, I just want to get through this. And she reminds me. And she's my, like I said, she she picks me up. She's the person I can lean on. I uh, I thank God that she's in my life. Yeah. No, we we, all, we both do. You know, we have that the spouse that helps yeah. you out, and they're in your corner the whole way through. That's awesome. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. It is. Yep. But, but no, we uh, want to thank you so much. I know you're busy. You're on the road right now, and uh, you know, going from one to the other. So, 
and fighting for gas and stuff. So I guess I understand that about the gas prices. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, this one lane opened up, and I pulled in quick, and I saw this other car was backing up to get in there, and I tried not to make eye contact. I just kept my head down, pump my gas. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah, we don't need to get beat up. No, <laughs> no. It, it, yeah, it happens. <laughs> Try to explain that at the next gig why you got a black yeah. eye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, everything's doing good. Uh, you know, we're, right. we're, we're glad to be working with you. And uh, hopefully we can get some more yeah. gigs for you out there and lined up. And uh, the music sounds good. We you know we yeah. enjoy the Tex-Mex flavor that you bring. And, um, you know, we see the videos that when you when you guys go live, I guess it's your wife that goes live. So uh, we watched a couple of the shows yeah, and yeah, it sounded good. pretty good. So we, we were really enjoying them. And, uh, yeah. you know, we can't wait to see what else you guys got in yeah. store. Hopefully we can make it uh, to one of your shows out there uh, sometime in the future. Hopefully by this summer, you know, we have a little bit more more freedom to go out there and do do some things um but yeah, um, yeah totally yeah. I'm, we're glad to be working with you and i'm glad that uh we finally got to do this interview yeah thank you and for being patient with me that like i appreciate you and lila very much for the work that y'all doing and the support that y'all giving me uh it means a lot and um and to all those that are listening and uh that are you know, following me i appreciate that and just that we just continue as a team and, and myself as an artist and y'all as a production to grow and that we, we don't, you know, you know, get the followers that, that believe in us and share our information and share our, our, uh, our successes to others. So we can both grow in this business because this is a business yeah. and, it's, and it's very uh, challenging and it's very competitive. Yeah. So I know that. And, um, as long as we remember and keep ourselves humble and grounded that we do it because we love it. We're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, whatever is thrown in front of us, uh, we'll accept it and, and go with it. Nice. Nice. Um, any shout outs that you want to give over quick? Uh, I want to give a shout out to my band, best of realm, you know, and, um, for all the work that they put in and believing in me. Um, and these guys are guys that have been playing music for a while and, and I really appreciate that. Also to uh, Gina Inc., who's been with me for going on, man, I guess four years almost, and Gina Inc. Productions. And she's always been there helping me with several things and my my um, flyers also and just uh, my write-ups in, you know, in her different magazines that she writes for. Yeah. So that helps me out as well, too. And then um, also to my friend who lives in uh, San Antonio, Brandy Lopez, who's also a great supporter and believes in me. Uh, she's been an amazing friend and a supporter of us. So she believes in us too, and she's she's out there helping out. She knows a lot of quite a few people. So uh, definitely, definitely those guys and all my family, and all the people that are following me on Facebook, Instagram, and on my website, georgemarcello.net. So I appreciate all that, all the people. Shout out to everyone there. Nice. Well, we really appreciate it, and uh, we're gonna let you go. That way, you can get to your next show out there. And uh, try to get some rest. I know it's pretty hot out there, so uh, make sure you guys stay hydrated. Yes, it is. Hydrated. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate it. No. Thank you so much for taking the time and, and scheduling with me. Uh, and I mean, it means a lot. Thank you so much. No, no problem. Anytime. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play a couple of songs here. We're going to play uh, your first single, which was uh, Honey Parted Me, which everybody can uh, stream and download and uh, request it on all your favorite stations. And make sure you guys check out the music video as well on YouTube. 
And of course, and then we're going to end it with the yes. Tex-Mex Cowboy. And um, George, thank you so much for everything. And uh, we're going to keep uh, working with you. So um, hopefully we'll bring you some more flyers, some more um, information out there. That way everybody can see and go to your shows. Well, thank you so much, uh, Juan, you, and Lara, and uh, Machingon Radio for uh, supporting and playing my music. Um, and just hope that we just keep continuing to to get my music out there and uh, and let's see where, where it takes us. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Tex-Mex Cowboy, Mr. George Mercado. And uh, we're going to play the first one right here. And this one is called Honey, Pardon Me, right here on the Machingon Radio Podcast. Thank you, George. Thank you.
right, the Tex-Mex Cowboy, Mr. George Mercado. I want to thank George for uh, being on the show here today. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys enjoy this music. Some awesome country Tex-Mex music for you guys. And uh, thank you to my baby, Lila Cervantes. Lila Lisa Promotions. Thank you to our sponsor, Marisol Tequila. I am your host, Juan Mendoza. MasterGunRadio.com. Thank you guys so much for being with us here. We're going to leave you with one more. And this one is called The Tex-Mex Cowboy. We're here on the Master Go Radio Podcast. Have a great day. God bless you guys. Be safe. And we'll see you next time.
Lila Lisa Promotions is the leading source for artist promotion and distribution. Lila Lisa Promotions is also registered with the Texas Music Office of the Governor in Austin, Texas. We encourage artists, managers, and record labels to send their music, promo pics, bios, EPKs, and music videos to Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. That's Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. They will be sent to many radio stations and affiliates across the United States and Mexico. Be sure to contact Lila Lisa Promotions. We would like to congratulate Miss Lila Cervantes on her 10th anniversary in promotions and service to Tejano Music. Congratulations. For more information, contact Lila Lisa Promotions at Lila at LilaLisaPromotions.com. Thanks, Mo. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves, and I hope we pass the audition. <laughs>